From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Mocha. Yo, what's going on? Oh, my God. I'm so pissed off after yesterday's show. Why? You know, I love you, Roz. But the amount of times I've heard that, (laughs) you notice there's always a but when people say that. So I'm going to tell you two things that you pissed me off yesterday. Okay. Number one about your wedding. You want it to go fast. Buddy, enjoy the freaking day, man. (laughs) Enjoy it. It's taken you long enough to put a ring on it. Be and listen, I'm negative Nelly just as much as you. So when I hear other people, I hear myself. So, okay. but enjoy the freaking day because one day that's going to be your daughter that's going to get married and you don't want her to feel the same thing. Enjoy your day and the love that you have with your, with your wife-to-be and your daughter and your friends. There's nothing in this world, okay, the most yes. enjoyable, think of the most epically enjoyable, wonderful, out-of-this-world, crazy experience that you could ever experience in this world. Uh-huh. Nothing needs to last longer than three hours. <laughs> you are a freak, man. You are a freak. Enjoy the day. It's one day in 20 years that you have to enjoy and speaking of that, number two, why I'm pissed, do not tell me that you're being honest and you're not inviting Maury. That hurt my soul. <laughs> this guy loves you unconditionally, and Maury is a little annoying. He needs to have a little bit of rules of what he can and cannot do at your wedding. Yeah. Fine. But, buddy, he, he, when you look out on your wedding day, I'm going to give you a little advice that somebody gave to me. Uh-huh. Look out at the people that are there. Mm-hmm. Soak it in and enjoy it because those people are there for both of you on your wedding day. Enjoy it. Maury will be there with tears in his eyes because he genuinely loves you. Friend, more, I don't know. But nonetheless, he loves you. Invite that man to your wedding. And you're free. if you're afraid he's not going to give you enough booster, don't worry, man. You make enough for you in his place. Okay, and we'll all start a collection for Maury to go if that's the problem. But you need to send him. You need to have him on your date. You got a lot of opinions about my wedding. <laughs> yes, and and listen, I always say when it's your wedding, do what you want. Apparently not. Apparently not. Well, because I need to stick up for Maury. Imagine, Mocha, you're there uh-huh. and you don't see Maury. Imagine? What are you talking about imagine? I am going to be there. Exactly. So imagine you're there and Maury's not there. Aren't you going to feel a little bit bad that he's not there? No, I won't notice. Oh. oh, my God. You guys will notice because, you know what, Roz? Marriage is difficult. Having good sure people is. in your life is difficult. Having people for so long in your life is difficult. Keep the ones, the good ones. As annoying as he can be, and God help you, you guys put up with a lot with that man sometimes. Poor little Matthew also. However, he's got a good heart and a good soul. Invite him to your wedding. Your poor, poor husband. He 
does. He loves when I tell him what to do. <laughs> he loves it. And we're married almost 20 years, my friend. If I asked okay. your husband, you've been married for 20 years, how many of those years are happy? How many? What's his number going to be? What the fuck is the point? <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, man. Yeah, it's is all it? Good. Yeah, okay. Oh, you right. are wonderful. Oh, what? What is your name? What is your name? My name is Bella. Okay. Bella, how I'm have we you. not heard from you before? How have you not been on the show before? Well, because Maury never picks up the phone, that lazy oh. ass. Like, let's go. I had to text you and call. You know how many times from yesterday? I was so upset because, honestly, Roz, I want your day to be so beautiful. Sounds like And it, yeah. all about you guys. Mm. But... Have that man because he would be so hurt if he doesn't go. I think you're going to invite him and you're just giving him like annoying. You're just annoying him a little bit with it. Mm-hmm. But have people there who genuinely want your good in your happy life for you guys. Okay. And I do. And don't be so Debbie Downer. <laughs> wow. Hey, Bella, we're going to hang on to your number because you got to be on the show again, okay? Oh, my God. Can I give you like a weekly, you know, what's up? Let's what, just listen, 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 okay? <laughs> You're trying to take over my wedding. You're not taking over the show, okay? <laughs> Wedding? No. Oh, oh, I go with you are exhausting, lady. <laughs> you are a pill. I love you guys. When you guys laugh, I laugh. When you cry, Mocha, there's nothing worse in my ears when I hear you cry. Let me tell you, I adore you guys. I I've can name one thing that sounds years. worse in the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Your negativity. That's what, my friend. Oh, uh-huh. Bella. I do love you uh, guys. Bella, dare I, I ask? You. Dare I ask between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, my God. Because he's still blunt. Oh he's what? Blunt. I love that. Oh, and my God. Thing. What? Yes. And another thing, Roz, I read your book in two days, and I bawled my eyes out. That was really great writing. I loved, loved, loved reading your book. That makes me happy. So All enjoy right. the day. Take it from Bella. On your wedding, okay. when you're singing your vows, you yes. think that Bella, she was yeah, right. I, yeah, I want to think about you on my wedding. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's sure. so sweet. You know what? Just smile, okay? Don't be an ass and smile and enjoy. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a lovely, All right. Love you day. too. We love you right. right back. Bella, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. We're going to talk to it you again, okay? It was a pleasure talking to you guys. Ciao. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. You're not going to be happy about this, Roz. So your wedding coming up. Yes. This summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited to be a part of your special day, you and Catherine. Thank you. You know how I feel about your family. <laughs> Love you like you're my own. Hmm. Okay, Cannot dial, wait to be there in person. Dial, dial it's it back so much fun, fun, man. See the union. You guys are making it uncomfortable now. It's supposed uh, to be fun. Shem. <laughs> Suit ready, by the way. Oh, damn. Bro, Shem, you sitting, Shem's sitting next to me at the wedding. Damn. Right? Yeah, man. It's going to be crazy. Um, damn it, Maury, there is an invite. Although Dan Mori was told, much like your memoir, Ross, Dan Mori has to work his way into your wedding. But yep. you gave me a huge clue just now. You said it's upcoming. Well, we know it's upcoming. We've been saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2023, dog. <laughs> so it's upcoming. It is upcoming. Clue. Yes. Uh, Mori had to work his way into the wedding. Just like he had to work his way into my book. One, because I like doing stuff like and this. And into your heart. I had to work my way into your heart. Mm. I feel that stuff doesn't help. That this next step that Dammit Maury decided to take independently. Yes, 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 yes. 
may have actually been 10 steps back. Oh, really? No. No, yeah. like, because Maury already called, like, he just cold called catering companies to try and find out if one of the catering companies had to happen to have been the catering company doing my wedding, and Maury was looking for work. He was going to show up as a caterer. Yeah, this that one. This so is fun. worse. I don't think this was a good idea. Oh no! Damn, Maury hit the streets with a petition to get people to write their names down on this, this petition. This petition, by the way, sounds like it was written by ChatGPT. Thank it, you. I was going to say the exact same thing. Chat GPT wrote this, right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. If I can all share heart. the- All heart, more. All heart. What the petition says. Yeah. This is why I say- Yeah. 10 steps back. Thank you. Here's what the petition said. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that they yep. were presented to the people on the streets. Yeah, that's how much you care. It shows. Dear friends, neighbors, and community members. That sounds just like you, more. <laughs> we, the undersigned, kindly oh. request your support for our mission to extend an invitation to Dan Mori to attend Ross's highly anticipated wedding. As we stand on the bustling streets, united by our shared sense of community, we ask for your signature to help create a moment of joy and celebration for two dear friends. Damn it, Maury and Roz's friendship has blossomed over the years, solidified by countless shared experiences, laughter, and unwavering support. Wow. <laughs> Their bond wow. is a testament to the power of genuine connection yep. and the beauty beauty of lifelong friendships. Life, I met you when I was in my 30s. <laughs> now, as Roz prepares to embark on a new chapter... Okay. Ready? Yeah. Here's how I know. Maury <laughs> submitted to ChatGPT and uh -huh. did not double check and just hit copy and paste. Yep. Now, as Roz prepares to embark on a new chapter of her life, oh! <laughs> we believe it is essential to honor their friendship by ensuring Maury is present at this monumental occasion. By signing this, peti by signing this petition, you join us in affirming the significance of friendship, love, and the human connections that enrich our lives. Wow. We seek to celebrate the joyous union of two souls and the lasting impact of friendship on our individual journeys. <sighs> Every signature gathered today serves as a symbol of solidarity. That's my favorite part. Please sign below to endorse our petition, demonstrating your belief in the importance of Maury being at Raza's wedding, dancing, and eating. I, I way, added the eating. I wrote that. ChatGPT did not write that. Uh, uh -huh. Eating underlined, by the way. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank you. you for your time, consideration, and support. Great. So, 10 steps back. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Shannon. Yeah. Yeah, you did What really did you write to ChatGPT to generate this? I wrote up a thing going, I need a petition to go to Raza's wedding. Uh, we are great friends. Lots of love. Help. Damn. So, Maury took this petition to the streets. Now, as Ross prepares to embark on a new chapter of her life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Here we go. Oh, my God. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Marana. Oh, I love that. I don't even know how to spell Marana, but I love it. It's like Miranda, but the D is hiding. <laughs> All right. So we're, uh, I guess, maybe approaching Roz's wedding, and I have to earn my way into the wedding, and I have a petition for the Friends of Maury at the Roz's Wedding Foundation. Will you sign my petition to get me to go to the wedding? Why should you go? Like, do you even know him that well? Oh. But we're like co-workers, right? We see each other every day. Yeah, but maybe he just doesn't like you like that. Oh. Then why would he even ask me to work my way in instead of just saying no? Because he wants to watch you suffer. So are you going <laughs> to sign the petition or not? No, girl, sorry. 
I don't, like, trust that. All right, the search for signatures continues. We are the Moriat Raza's Wedding Foundation of the Friends of Moriat Raza's Wedding. Hi, what's your name? My name is Troy. I have a petition here. Are you going to sign it to help me get into Raza's wedding? Uh, it's according to what, it, what is the details or whatever signing for. Like, what? well, by signing this petition, you're joining us in affirming the significance of friendship. Every signature gathered today serves as a symbol of solidarity. Yeah, that, that sounds okay. That sounds interesting. So do tell. <laughs> and I, so I've known him for 12 years. I see him every day, and I should be at this wedding. Okay, yeah, I see the papers in here. And okay, if you're ready. Yeah, well, I think, I um, think, yeah, I think I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. All I think, right. Yeah. What's oh, what signature? Now, here's the question. Will you sign it twice to signify that I shouldn't have to give a gift? Oh, I don't know what the gift to do, though. You have to give him a gift. But I'll sign it twice, though. <laughs> Braz is getting married. Well, that's great. Fantastic. Okay, but I have to earn my way in. Oh. So I'm hoping that you'll sign my petition. Okay, well, I, I might sign it. Is there anything important I need to know? Like, there's a lot of words there. Is there some secret stuff there I need to know? Like, I have to. No, think this is just like legal jargon where it says every signature legal. gathered today <laughs> serves as a symbol of solidarity. All right, I'll sign it. I'll will you really? Yeah. Okay, will you sign it twice? Twice to say that I don't have to bring a gift. Wow, you're really high maintenance, aren't Thank you? you. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe you're not bringing a gift to a wedding. Are you crazy? Oh, you're terrible. But I'm, I have to earn my way in. I'm working hard here. Oh, my gosh. Maybe the gift could be you could frame the p- petition. That's a good idea. You know, oh. obviously, Roz don't know who you think you are. And <laughs> I protest in the eyes daughter. So does that mean? I, you should be invited without question. Roz, what's wrong with you? I need to go to Roz's wedding. Will you sign my petition? Why would I sign your petition? I don't know you. <laughs> but I should be at his wedding. I've known him 12 years. We work together every day. Honey, he don't want you to go because he didn't give you that invitation and he knows you 12 years. Don't go, honey. Honey, don't go. <laughs> you definitely should. I mean, I'll sign because you, if you've known him 12 years, I think the invitation should be in your hands by now. So are you going to sign it or no? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a sign, yeah. Hopefully it changes his mind. <laughs> yep. As we said, 10 steps back. Wow. <laughs> the D is hiding. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I uh, got this video sent to me from Roz and Mocha superfan Shannon Goyton, who wanted me to share this with everybody. <laughs> Bless you. Mind your business. What? Um... So, a few years ago, it was two years ago, we played audio of this guy who took the sound of his cat that his cat was making, mm-hmm. remixed it, turned it into a song, and actually created lyrics. Right. Okay? Yeah. I thought this happened more recently. Apparently, it was August of 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. Is when we had played this. Uh, the Kiffness um, on Instagram and YouTube. Very popular. Featuring his cat, George Rufus, a.k.a. the Lonely Cat. This is <laughs> This is the one that we all remember from August of 2021. <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because there's a new one. Okay, this is the original Lubba Lubba. Moving. 
And then the lyrics come in. and George Rufus, the Lonely Cat, are back with another cat remix where the cat was making noises and the guy did the exact same thing, put music to it. Okay. I love that cat, by the way. So, by the way, in this new video, what you see on the screen, right, it gives, like, the captioning of what the cat's saying. Yeah. So what you're going to hear is the cat saying, air quotes, saying, Sometimes I'm alone. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not. Oh. I'm alone. Hello? <laughs> okay? Yeah. Sometimes I'm alone. Sometimes I'm not. I'm alone. Hello? Echo on, you're just like, that is the loneliest cat in the world. (laughs) So that is uh, the Kiffness back at it again with another cat remix called Sometimes I'm Alone. And what's that kitty's name again? Uh, George Rufus, aka The Lonely Cat. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oftentimes when you get into show business and stuff, you there's certain sort of milestones you want to hit and experiences you want to have. And Dan and Maury hit one of those last night when he went to see Stevie Nicks, which oh. is you 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 dream of the day you walk <laughs> into somewhere mm-hmm. to pay for something and somebody looks at you and goes, no, 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 your money's no good here. Oh! <laughs> so what did you get for free? I got a can of beer and Matthew's vitamin water. That's it? I know. But I didn't, I wish that they say this to you in advance. Like, as you're walking up, then somebody will say, your money's no good here. So you'll be like, 
oh, okay, then I'll get this, 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 and this. Like, I was already trying to pay, mm. and he waved my bank card away. They should have they should have a scout, a talent scout, at all entrances at big venues. So when you walk in, somebody at the main gate sees you, and then you get, like, a sign that you wear around your neck that just reads, my money's no good here, mm. right? And then everywhere Instead you... Instead of VIP. Yes, right? <laughs> like, and then everywhere you go, you know that you don't have you to pay. You know how big that sign would have to be, though, for all them letters? <laughs> No, like a UNICEF box. Like when we were in, like when you used to trick or treat when you were a kid, to right? Pennies? Yes, <laughs> like a big sign. I'd if my if I went to a concert and my money was no good there, mm-hmm. I'd wear a huge sign, like a sandwich board. Like <laughs> he's such a liar. You know what I mean? Was it was it wrong that I tried to sort of be like, oh, don't so, be silly? No, no. And I was like pretending like, oh, I should still pay, oh, even were, though I'm like, were, oh, you, this is amazing because I'm broke as it is. You were bashful about it, huh? Well, I didn't know how to react, but I'm like, oh, thank God someone's paying for me. Okay, okay so what happened? So you walk up to the, were you, was Matthew with you? No, he was at the seat enjoying See, a song. Th- and the problem is that this these are the oh, stories that always happen no. when you're alone, right? Yeah. And so when you go and you retell it, like they, nobody believes you. Well, and plus it was loud. So I go back and I'm yelling in Matthew's ear, are, are they said our money's no good here? What? Okay. Our mo- <laughs> so you go up to the counter and Matthew sends you for drinks. Yes. Okay. And you're you're one you're- alcoholic, one non. Yes. So you were having a beer. Yes. Like a like a large beer or a small I'm like, beer. I'm like it's the middle of the week. I could have a beer. Okay. So you get like a how how much is the beer? The beer is like what like eight nine dollars. Okay. And Matthew wanted what? Vitamin water. Oh Jesus. Uh, okay. <laughs> what so flavored you got him? Orange. <sighs> Boring. So boring. And they pour it in a cup because you can't have the plastic thing with you. (laughs) The vitamin water? Wait a second. Hold on. They pour it from a plastic bottle into a plastic cup? Yeah, because they're like worried you're going to throw the cup on the stage. But you can throw the other cup on the stage just as easily. I don't know. That's so stupid. That's <laughs> yeah, the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the poor dolphins you, are dying out there. They just like, wasted a next plastic. And they have to God. open the beer bottle. for you. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know, I That's know that. Fine. That's fine. I don't mind that. Uh, okay, so you walk up and you got to get a beer and a vitamin water, and you wait. <laughs> how, how long did you wait in line for? There's nobody there because it was like middle of the show. Like there was oh, already three gotcha. songs uh, in. So, so you walk up and yeah. you you order, and then who was behind the counter? Was it a guy? Was it a girl? It was a guy. Super huge fan of the Razamoka. Okay, show. and he said what to you? He's like, "Are you Maury from the Razamoka show?" And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. You said it just like that. Yeah, no, you I whispered. No, I'm you like, didn't. yeah, yeah. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you I'm not very shy in these situations. No, you're, no, you're not. not. No, you're not. You're usually a bit, hey, I don't know. how's I, it you going? Already, how are you? you? You already got the thing for free. I don't know why you're trying to cool it up right now. And then I, and then my immediate response is, would you like a photo? <laughs> that so was actually going to be my next line. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Okay, okay. There's so, no school on being famous. Okay, okay. So you then what? So you order the drinks and he's a fan of the show and he says, how does he say your money's no good here? Like, did he actually say your money's no good he here? He did. Or did he say like, this is on me? No, no, or... he said your money's no good here. Oh, this is on dream. me. Yeah. That's so you didn't dream. even say like, it, in that case, like, Yo, let me grab a bag of Twizzlers. No, no, no. I was, I was, wor- I was going to put something back. Yeah. Now, see, in situations like this, because this has happened to me, like many times, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it has. No, no, no. But I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying, when this does happen to me, I have one rule and one rule only, mm-hmm. right? Which is when you walk up to a bar and you order something, uh, and they say your money is no good here, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're ordering, say, $20 worth of drinks and somebody mm-hmm. says your money's no good here, mm-hmm. the tip you leave is about half of what the original order would have cost. He, he paid for his own tip. 
He paid what? for his own tip. He that doesn't into, exist. He clicked the tip button. He put. He clicked twenty percent on it and paid for his own tip. But so wait, could, wait, 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 <laughs> wait a second. Hold on a second. I now realize how that's weird. Okay. Wait. He he he, he tapped put, w- with what? His what? Apple Pay on his phone. So what? he didn't just give you the drinks for free. He paid with his own Apple Pay. Yeah. And then tipped himself. Yes. With his own money. Yes. So you. So he didn't get tipped. Well, I guess he just reimbursed himself. Oh my God! So you didn't tip at all? I guess not. No, I guess. I it's guess. Yes or not. What am it's I supposed yes to no. tip with? Cash? That's how you, you had your. Did you, what were you going to pay the with debit? But what am I supposed to do at that you, point? Tip with that? How? Oh my God, Maury! Out wow. here, like we got a reputation. Wait, two seconds ago, you were proud of me. No, <laughs> it's all gone to hell. Now I know what it feels like to be your father. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Uh, Tina, why don't you tell everyone why you are on uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life? Uh, I wanted to ask, why does all the special planning always fall on me? Oof, you wrote this. Uh, Here, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I'm struggling with mental health issues like BPD, epilepsy, anxiety, and depression. My husband and I have been together for 14 years and our anniversary is coming up. However, it upsets me that I'm always the one who has to plan and organize special events. He claims it's because I'm difficult to please and I change my mind a lot. When it comes to important days like my birthday, Valentine's Day, or anniversaries, he always has excuses like not having money or fearing my BPD episodes. Uh, I wonder if I'm wrong to expect more and if I'm asking for too much, which makes me feel unworthy. Uh, Whenever I bring it up, it often leads to arguments or him making me feel guilty. What's BPD? Uh, Borderline personality disorder. Gotcha, 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 Mm. gotcha, gotcha. When was the last time he planned something, and what did he do? Um, uh, Our three-month anniversary, it was like a full-blown date, everything planned from beginning to finish. Hold on, your three-month anniversary? Yes. And you've been together for how long now? 14 years. Okay. Okay, uh, so since then, nothing? Um, Not on his own, no. When he says that he doesn't plan this stuff because you're difficult to please and that he is, uh, you know, sort of fearing your bipolar episodes, does he have a point or does this sound like wild to you? No, he has a point. Like, there's been times where um, he's asked me, like, oh, do you want to go to the movies? Um, And I, like, sometimes I'm okay with the movies. This is before COVID. Um, But most of the times I get super anxious because so many people and it's super loud. Um, So, like, sometimes when he has tried to ask me to do things in the past, it's kind of backfired Mm -hmm. because I get super anxious. So he, uh-huh. so normally when you plan the stuff, you're cool with it and, and it cuts down on your anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're planning yeah. it based on how you are going to be able to feel in that situation and your comfortability, right? Somewhat, yeah. 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 So, so I would probably do the same thing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I, I think that maybe he knows you well and, mm-hmm. you know, these are maybe more mechanisms that he uses to sort of keep everyone happy rather than him not wanting to participate. I think that it might be maybe a combo of the, of the two of them. But I think that if you feel that you do everything 
Having, mm-hmm. having a conversation with him going, hey, listen, I know why all this falls on me is because I can, you know, fly off the, the handle or I can become a nightmare or I'm going to get, you know, anxiety ridden and I'm not going to want to do it. And you feel like you, you can't do anything right because that's how he feels, right? Is that, mm-hmm. you know, if he plans something, you're going to just shoot it all down. You're not going to be comfortable and he's going to be like, well, I can't do anything right. So he just doesn't want to try. But I think mm-hmm. that a combo of the, the, if you sort of built a hybrid method where you were like, I have no problem coming up with an idea of something that makes me comfortable. But when I do come up with that idea, are you okay to help me with it? Okay. Okay. That was going to be my suggestion. Yeah. Tina, why don't you <laughs> ask him like to help you plan something? And then that way so you can about- talk, you guys can talk things through and maybe he'll have a little bit of a better understanding of your thought process when planning out whatever it is. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to say, but like, you know, like Valentine's day or my sure. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, I can't really do that. And then I see him like laughing in the morning be like, I'll be right back. And like go quickly grab a. So yeah, probably that's like, a different conversation. That's uh-huh. a conversation that every woman has. <laughs> that's a conversation that every woman has with her boyfriend, husband, fiance everywhere all the time. Okay. Right. Uh, that makes me not feel so alone then. Oh yeah, no, you're oh, definitely no. not alone in if that. If you think that your aspect. that your boyfriend is running out day of Valentine's <laughs> Day to get you something because of your BPD, you are like sadly mistaken. Okay. That that is a whole different uh, problem that needs to be solved with the guy in your life because that is a universal problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that, Why not that start kind of small where. Instead of waiting for like a big moment, right? Like an anniversary or birthday or anything like that. Why not mm-hmm. start with like a weekend plan or a Saturday night dinner somewhere, you know, kind of baby steps and okay. plan those things together and see how he responds. Like date nights type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to wait okay. for the big occasions. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I was just saying, like, I was just giving examples. Of course. For, like, you know what I mean? Like, those are like major dates that you can't change and it, it just feels overwhelming. It, it is, but here, like... here's a way to work together and Mocha, Mocha sort of nailed it, right? Like, here's a way to work together, which is if you do something as simple as... My God, Friday, you know what? Friday, let's go for tacos. I haven't had tacos in forever. I really want tacos. And then, so you've made the decision, okay, we're going for tacos. You're leaving the house. You're going to a place. You're both going to have tacos. And then look at him and say, can you spend a couple days, you know, just like surfing around, you know, online and find out the best place to go, right? So you've made the decision. You're leaving the house. You've made the decision what you're having. Leave it up to him then to take part by finding where you go. Okay. You know I what I mean? Like, like that, that's the sort of way to, 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 to split it. No, I like that idea. Nobody's ever mentioned that to me before. I like that. Yeah. Baby steps, Tina. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. You I do also it. just have a, a hard time saying no and leaving things to other people because I feel like it's not going according to plan. Well, yes, as and, well, that, and that's so. why he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. make you make the, the, the sort of you say the, the what and allow him to sort of say the when and where. Okay. Okay, I like that. Right? I appreciate that, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. All the best, Tina. All right, thank you so much, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I just set my alarm for 3 p.m. Eastern. Oh, why? What's going on uh, then? Big day for Canada. Statistics Canada. Stats Canada? Yep. You're hyped over something Stats Canada's doing. Listen to this. Oh, they have, uh, it's called a population clock, okay. which models population growth in real time based on a number of factors, including recent trends for births, Mm -hmm. deaths, and migration data. Mm -hmm. And just before, at 3 p.m. today, Eastern, 
total population for Canada is going to hit 40 million. Mm-hmm. That seems low. What? 40 million people in one country? Uh, it's low. It's low. Sorry, 40 million people in Canada? You think that's low? Uh, for the, for the low. size of Canada? It's very low. Jeez. Y'all are some haters over here. Haters? <laughs> While several countries are bracing for the impacts haters. of population decline, listen to this. Canada continues to lead the G7 when it comes to population growth. It currently stands at 2.7%, which is the highest level since 1957, Roz, if you can remember to back then, when immigration and the baby boom helped Canada's population grow by 3.3%. Between January of 2021 and 2022, Canada added over 1 million people for the first time in its history. Mm-hmm. Do we clap? Mm. What are the other seven in the Why G7? are you all hating? <laughs> I'm not hating. It's just there's Canada. like, there's a this lot is of... A big de- it's guys, not- this is a big deal. Why am I the only one excited about this? Because there's other things that go with it. It's like the, 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 the cost of bringing people in and who pays for it and whether you're in Toronto and what the feds aren't kicking in and like all this stuff. Uh, the current trend is driven by a very large part by permanent and temporary migration, mm-hmm. which accounted for nearly all growth. In 2022, that's 96%, they're saying. Yeah. According to StatsCan, if this continues, current projections show that Canada's population could reach 50 million by 2043. Oh, my God. Set a reminder Ooh. in your phone. Set a reminder in your phone. <laughs> Yo, y'all are some hating ass. Like, why? 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 I'm not hating. Listen, we we need more people to develop. We know that, right? right so it's the only a the good grocery thing. Store it's, it's only a good thing, right? Yes, it's Long great. Term. But 40 but, million people in Canada. It's the plan that's the problem. I think the plan is all screwed up. There's a lot of money not being shifted around to taking care of a lot of new people to this land. You know what I mean? See, I came in here. I thought it was going to be a celebration. <laughs> I'm just, you could, we're celebrating. We're thought all there was celebrating. Gonna be like round of applause. Like, we're all celebrating. Because no, the more hooray. people, the harder it is to find parking. No, I don't care about that. Listen, man, the more buildings they build, it's harder to find parking. Can't park anywhere anymore, Maury. That's why Maury racks up $2,500 in tickets every couple months. Yeah, but I got out of them. Yeah. Right? I'm not worried about that. Lines at the grocery store. I'm not worried about that. Just yeah, people people got to people got to do their part. That's all I'm saying. But yes, what time? What time does that that clock roll? 3 p.m. we're going to hit <laughs> an underwhelming 40 million I, first of people all, I'm in sh- Canada. I'm shocked that you are very like like that you're so hype about this. It's a great achievement for this country. <laughs> okay, I love my country. Okay. Very patriotic. Okay. Okay. But but where were you when it was 39 million? Wait, can hold on. Like where was that hype? Give it high fives. Have you been? Yes. You've been How out in the streets? You high fived at 39 mil? You don't know what I'm doing in the streets. Yes, I I'm do. I'm high fiving no, 39 mil. No, yeah. You Being did. like, yo, we're close, people. No, you we're didn't. We're close. I'm standing at the border. No. I'm looking at the border ages. I'm like, let them in. No. You let them no. in. Now, is, is, I wish it was, like, I wish, the, the problem with Canada, you know what the problem with this country is, right? What? Yeah, what? What? Tell us. If we were proper, right? Mm. If we were proper, mm. we would rig it. So we actually found somebody who got their papers today and held them up as the 40 millionth. 
we would have the ceremonial individual who was the 40 millionth Canadian. But what if there's like a super, you know I mean? super old guy that passes? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But you know what I mean? We mm. would do that, right? Where we would but have no somebody to, to sell. No, but you would, you, you, you rig it, right? You're like, when do you, all the examples like and everything else. I mean, you're going by three o'clock. Yeah. Like you think it's actually going to be three o'clock? Like, okay. Fine. Like a plane lands. Two fifty eight. No, but you know what I mean, right? If we were proper, we would find somebody and hold them up as the 40 millionth. And we could all celebrate that individual. And he would be 40 mil, right? That's what they'd call him in the streets. You'd be out there mil. with 40 mil. 40 mil, Doug? Yeah. You'd be out there, you'd be out there high-fiving with 40 mil. I would be down with that. I'd want to hang out with 40 mil. 40 mil, Doug. Right? Yes. In these streets. <laughs> anyway. Go Canada. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. The fine line between like sexy and creepy or sweet and creepy and, and it's it's often blurred and damn it Maury's in that world definitely when damn it Maury tries to say something um oh, when he's doing like there's a, no like, blur in that the, the, but when he's like he tries to be like dramatic or sexy it winds up being creepy right more what do you mean yeah exactly thank you <laughs> yeah big time right like I think that's in the eye of the ear eye of the beholder <laughs> So we know Dammit Mori. This has always been a thing with Dammit Mori on this show, right? Like when he tries to be sexy, it is only creepy, mm -hmm. right? To you. Well, give us one thing real quick, more. How are you? Okay, there you mm. go. Thank you. Gross. And to you, that is? I think it's dramatic. Or? Sexy. And? Creepy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I feel, though, that in that same category as Dammit Mori is Ryan Reynolds. Why? Um, so Ryan Reynolds has done a few times, like, where those celebrities come out and they do, like, uh, a calm thing or, like, a whatever. Oh, like a sleep story. Like, it's like a whatever. Oh, I so, love those, so yeah. Ryan has launched a new uh, a streamer called, I guess it's on Fubo, which is his Maximum Effort channel. And he's doing bedtime stories with Ryan where he reads you a bedtime story. I'm into it. I, I was into it, too. But Ryan rides that line of, like... Where calm and sweet becomes creepy. You know the best part about stories? You remember them. They stay with you. And I want to tell you a bedtime story. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. No. I, you're right, Roz. I like the music. Yeah. It's very common. No. But his voice, Ryan Reynolds? Rest your tired bones. Before I crack them. And remember. I'm going to kill you. Whatever you do. You're never going to see family again? Don't. Fall. Asleep. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you can witness uh, his like murder? <laughs> that was great. Listen no. to that read. Am I crazy on this? Though? I think no. you went into it thinking it was going to be creepy. But I had who no, doesn't no. sound creepy when they're telling you a bedtime story? I don't know. I just, I think that there's a way, maybe it's a pacing thing or oh. like, what is it, Shem? He's got a bit of a nasal um, tonality to his voice, right? Right. He he's, he's sounds almost like, um, have a good, have a good rest. Like he sounds, he sounds like Hannibal Lecter. Quite little, frankly, like, yeah. it's a little Everyone bit creepy. Everyone sounds creepy. And I want to tell you, yeah, a bedtime story. Maury's all yeah. in on this, huh, Maury? I love it. Listen to how he said, "Don't." Maury, do me a favor. Asleep. Say, say, do, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Whatever you do, 
don't fall asleep. That should be on day one. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I think if the music was different, this would be horrifying. Mm-hmm. I really well, do. Obviously, I, I think, <laughs> he's saying don't fall asleep. I know. I think if it was different music, it would be absolutely horrifying. Rest your tired bones. <laughs> Rest your tired bones. <laughs> and remember, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Like maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I think I'm, if maybe you put I'm a crazy. smile, maybe into I'm it. crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe like, I'm crazy. Whatever don't you do, don't fall asleep. Yeah, but he didn't though. No. He said he it like, though. whatever you do, don't fall asleep. So you can see me as I whatever you do, take this saw to your arm. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hey, Charlie, are you there? Yeah, I'm out. Hello. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, where are you joining us from, Charlie? We're joining United Kingdom, West Midlands. England. Oh, England. Uh, Charlie, when and where does your hell of a story take place? My story takes place in a building that was allegedly haunted that we was going to go and have a look at. And where is this building? It's in the West Midlands in Castle Bromwich. And why were you, if you hear of like a building being haunted, what interest do you have in going in and figuring it out? <laughs> because I'm a panel investigator and that's what I do for a living. Oh, Oh, you're a paranormal <laughs> investigator. I am, yeah. What makes this building so different? Is it like old? Is it, what's its story? It's going back to 1500s and it's got uh, alleged hauntings of different things, apparitions and things moving in there. Okay, so what happened on this occasion when you went to this old building that was built in the 1500s to see if it was in fact haunted? Talk us through this. What happened? Right, so we went to investigate the building thinking that nothing's going to happen at all. So when we was in the upper room, which is the old ballroom and the old drawing room, there was a door that leads onto the ballroom, onto the drawing room, and it actually opened on its own with no explanation. Now, you saw it open or you heard it? Like it happened when you weren't looking? We actually witnessed it open on its own. And when you say we, how many people are with you? It's you and how many? It was me and my partner. Okay, so you're walking through this uh, old building. Is it like a castle? Like, what is it? It's a hotel today, Okay. but it used to be like a manor house years ago. Okay. Okay. And is there any other buildings or houses or any other properties surrounding where this building is? Is it like populated at all? It's got a lot of like greenery and gardens around it. So they stretch for about two or three miles all the way around. Okay. So you're a paranormal investigator and you and your partner in this old building. And as you're walking around, a door opens on its own. Now, what do you do? Do you go through that door? Well, my first impressions was, is it the wind or is it genuinely open? So what we done, we walked around the grounds for 40 minutes and see if that door had opened again. And when we come back, it hadn't opened again. So it was still shut. Okay, so if you go in looking for paranormal activity, that's in your books, you know, strike number one. Yep. Okay, so what else do you see? What happens next? Right, so we're doing the door, and then on the ghost box, when we run the ghost box, which ghosts can manipulate the voices through the box, what they want to say, a ghost actually came out saying about friends, can we be friends? Which basically started me because I thought, well, what's going on here? Why why are they talking through a box at this particular time when the door opened? Okay, what is Which I believe that 
I believe that it could be Lady Ida who used to live in there in the 1800s. And she died in that in that place, in the castle? She did, yeah. She died in that building. What is this box that you have? Right, the box is a ghost box, okay? So they call it a portal, and it has a way of connecting with the other side. So when we ask questions, a spirit that comes into our atmosphere will manipulate its voice through the voice box and give it the words that it wants to say through the box so we can understand what they're saying. What makes the box special? How does it connect to the other side? It's snippets of radio waves, so we have really small snippets of radio waves, and when they manipulate the box itself yeah. it turns the radio waves into words okay so we have a we have a clip here that we're going to play so what what is this okay. what does the the entity say here what what did what did you think the entity said i'm thinking it's saying are we friends okay so we're going to play it now and then uh, and then we can discuss okay are we friends are we friends yes we are friends i'm your friend that's why i want you to open the door again i'm trying to be your friend if you can open it oh here we go. As soon as I said, I want to be your friend, the door's opened. What the f***? Thank you. I'm happy with that. Thank you. GMC, so you're welcome. <laughs> Yo, she kind of sounds a little bit like Siri. What's that? <laughs> Are we friends? Right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you, does it just always do a female voice, or was that it only does a female voice if it is a female spirit? It only done that female voice at that particular time. Sometimes it can be male, and sometimes it can be children. Okay. And so on that particular visit, did anything else happen? We did have a few episodes happen in different rooms. We had another EVP saying the name Teresa, which is my partner. That was in a different room. And when we went into the grounds, we caught what we believe could be the white lady. Okay, so uh, obviously there's skeptics out there. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you show up in an old place uh, and you have something called a ghost box and then you hear a voice. Yeah. Uh, what is your sort of answer to the, the skeptics that look at this and say that something like this sounds like it could easily be manipulated and, and, and faked? I'd say you have to be there to experience it. You have to be there to feel it. I've been doing this 15 years now, and I've proved a lot of evidence between the living and the afterlife. So you have to be there at that point to actually hear that box. That tells you that there's somebody else in that room we have. That's the, the easiest way to tell if somebody's in that room we are. You were very quick to make friends with a ghost. I don't know if I would do that. Doesn't bother me. I've been doing it a long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many ghosts have you made friends with, do you think? I think there's probably about three, four hundred of last 15 oh, years. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> Charlie, where does this then rank, this uh, interaction with a ghost where they said, uh, are we friends? Where does this rank on the wild list of ghost encounters that you say you've had? We've had a lot like this. You know, it's not nothing new to me, but this one stood out for me because it wasn't just the voice. There was an accent to it. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't. It was speaking English, but it, it had an accent behind it. I couldn't pick up in the accent, but it's the way she said it. Are we friends? And uh, before we let you go, are you ever worried that any of these ghosts are going to be like, hey, this Charlie guy's not bad. Let's go home with him. <laughs> no, my house is a freedom house for any spirit, so I don't mind that. Damn. <laughs> wow. You are on your own, sir. And let's listen to it one more time. You claim that this is coming, the voice of Lady Ida coming through your ghost box. Are we friends? Yep. We will leave that right there because I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes and there's a lot of people that are also getting goosebumps. I believe that it's stuff like this that splits the audience as it does the world. Charlie, we appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us on Hell of a Story. Okay, lovely. Thank you. Thank Take you, care. brother. Bye-bye. 
The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Everybody wants to go viral, and the guy that uh, we're going to talk to in a second, his name is Josh Nally. Not only has he gone viral, but he got an acting gig out of it. Yeah, it's hard to break into show business, and you got to sort of, you know, carve out your own niche. And this guy has been, his TikTok is full of it, but all he does is every day he posts a video or picture of himself dead, like playing dead. And he's perfected the art of playing dead, so much so that he played dead on CSI Vegas. Hey, Josh, are you there? Yes. You're alive! I'm alive, yes. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the goal was to just, like, play dead on uh, on TikTok and then maybe have it turn into something. And it did. Um, you landed the role on CSI Vegas. How many days had you played dead before you got the offer to play dead on TV? It was uh, about 320, 321, somewhere around there. Um, so the first time you posted, had the goal always been to play dead on a TV show or movie? No, the first time I posted, it was, uh, I was just goofing around. Uh, one of the mountain, it was a song by the Mountain Goats had kind of gone viral popular and everybody was posting to it. And so I posted to that and then I was like, hey, maybe I can uh, get the foray or turn this into something and maybe get on a TV show or a movie. And I just kept on going and kept going viral. So what did they say to you when they reached out? Like, first of all, who reached out and, uh, and, and what was the, what was the, 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 the offer? Like how interested were you in, you know, how did I die? Who am I playing? Like, were you interested in all that? Or were you just like, okay, I will play dead in your show. They, uh, they reached out through my email and uh, they didn't tell me any of the specifics of how I died or my character or anything. They're just like, Hey, we want to bring you out to LA. We want to put you in this TV show. And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, cool, I guess. Yeah. How much does a person get paid to play dead on CSI Vegas? Uh, well, they didn't pay me. They paid for the entire trip and everything out there. So, but you probably you made know, more I than a lot was... of people on set that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's a really good experience. And that's what I think was my payment. And so you're continuing on with this. Like you want to do, you want to play dead in bigger and better projects, right? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do a movie. I mean, you know, a Marvel movie, maybe, or Kevin oh, wow. Smith movie. Sure. Um, now, since the, the, the CSI Vegas uh, gig and because your TikTok page has gone super viral, have you been getting offers from any other studios, any other TV or uh, movie companies uh, to play dead in their projects? Not yet. That's what I'm still going for. I'm hoping somebody reaches out and says, hey. We'd love to have you. We'd love to make you like a Easter egg in our movie. So for any other sort of like, you know, aspiring, you know, young dead actor out there, <laughs> what is your trick to playing dead? Well, you got to be pretty good at holding your breath and uh, staying pretty still because you got those involuntary muscle movements that just want to kick off at the wrong time. So what if you're in the middle of playing dead and like a bug lands on you? Like, are you good with all oh, that stuff? You're fine. Nothing bothers you. Yeah, you, you just have to power through it. I've laid in some pretty uh, weird and uh, almost disgusting places. Like I, I, I laid in a, a building that's pretty derelict and, you know, there's a uh, broken glass on the ground everywhere around me. So oh, damn. Yeah, just got to power you, through sometimes. Like, on your TikTok at living underscore dead underscore Josh. 
you're laying like next to a creek, you're laying like in the forest, under leaves, under a bridge, in a tunnel, on your journey to um, posting every single day until you got noticed, which you did, and then you ended up on CSI Vegas. Had you studied online other like photos of dead bodies and how they are positioned for to give you inspiration for your posts no um i just kind of went and uh laid wherever i could try to make myself uh as still as possible there, there wasn't really much uh, inspiration behind it i don't believe who's your al pacino like like do you have somebody that you've seen who plays dead better than anyone else I, you know i don't know that there's too many other actors out there that do what i do I mean, that's stretching to call myself an actor, too. But, yeah, so. Hey, Josh, I'm looking on your uh, TikTok page. Explain the uh, James Corden one. Is that, like, just a background, or you, were you really, like, in a guest, like a green room at James Corden's show playing dead on his couch? Yeah, they uh, when they brought me out to L.A., they gave me a tour of um, their different studios there at CBS, and they were like, hey, how would you like to play dead on the couch outside of... <laughs> the james corden show and Damn. i was like okay did that and the price is right i was i've got to play around on some of the sets on price is right god this could go really well for you if it you know what i mean like i can imagine somebody being like you know hey come and play dead you know during the seventh inning stretch of the world series and we'll just like we'll, we'll just stick in the outfield you know what i mean right like just stuff like that that, that would be awesome yeah, I'd do that. Like, like i'd put you in the stands at the os like like in a seat at the oscars and just have you play dead yeah. Right? Like <laughs> just uh, an Easter egg everywhere. Everywhere, man. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, Josh Nally uh, on TikTok. You got 154.1 thousand followers. It's at living underscore dead underscore Josh. Your goal is to uh, play dead on a TV show or movie. You've achieved that goal of being on CSI Vegas. Uh, but the goal remains the same. More TV shows, more movies, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, Josh, appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Jessica, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How the F are you? <laughs> I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Doing good. Uh, this is another one of these uh, FML update. This is another one of these FML updates. We talked to you uh, back in September. Yep. So when you originally reached out, you said that you had a five-year-old daughter who was in SK, senior kindergarten. And up until that week, she's been like totally cool, respectful and everything else. And then you found out that a little boy in her class made her angry and she turned around and called him an uh, and you were blown away and you were like, where did she learn this from? Um, and you wanted to know how to handle the sort of swearing and, and all of that stuff. And if I remember our conversation, I was convinced you were like, she didn't learn that from me, which there's no way she for sure learned it from you or something you were watching or your, or, or, or your husband or something like that. Uh, and then we talked a lot about, you know, how to have the, the, the profanity conversation. But the, the, the amazing thing was, is that your kid used both those words in like the right way, mm -hmm. which was really incredible and admirable. Um, so how did that conversation go with your, with your five-year-old? It went well, you know, she, she didn't do anything after that. Like she, after that fact, and we spoke to her about the, her language and everything. She hasn't really said it again. Um, and I had a meeting with her, her teacher just to go over some things and to chat with her. And she, she, I asked her about what happened. 
And she goes, between me and you, she goes, I was proud of her. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter's not one to start fights. She's very, like, loving and kind. So for her to be pushed to that point, it's shocking because she's not like that. Right. She was just defending herself. And, yes, she was using those words in the right context. So she knew what she was saying, what she was doing. Yeah, she did. And, you know. It seems like when she's pushed to that point, she's just going to snap. Okay, so she hasn't done it since at school or or at least anywhere that you've been around here. No, no, she hasn't. And she's been starting to call me out on my language. Really? See? Where did she learn it from? All of a sudden. What do you say in the car? You know, when you're driving, sometimes things slip out, right? What was the last thing, Jessica, that your daughter called you out for saying? Oh, calling someone an idiot on the road. Okay. Okay. Nothing harsher than that? No, because then I tend to switch into another language so she can't understand me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait till she starts using those words. You know what? If if she did, I'd be proud of her. Okay. And go ahead and use them at school because no one's going to understand her. And what about what about at home? Do you and your husband watch what you say a little bit more? Or do words get slipped out and your daughter calls you out at home as well? She calls me out at home and she wants to start a swear jar. Oh. <laughs> what was the last word at home that she called you out for? Has mommy said any bad words? <laughs> oh, she's right there. You don't want to say. You don't want to say. Okay. Who's more guilty of using foul language at home, you or your husband? Um, my spouse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that swear yep. jar being filled up real quick. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but everything's a okay. Everything's everything's good at home, right? Uh, yeah. You know, everything's everything's good. She's she's having issues at school now. Oh. And I'm wishing she would stand up for herself, but yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's something that you deal with, especially with young girls, you know, sort of early on, and and it's not even so much standing up for themselves, but it's they they have to sort they gotta like I don't even know what the the proper word is, but like advocate for themselves. Like it's not even standing up to another kid in a situation, but it's being able to tell somebody, explain what the situation is. Cause oftentimes they'll let something slide because they don't want to be somebody else's burden, you know? Yeah. Or they may not know how to articulate. Yeah. Yeah. The best way. Right. You know, like when it comes to her, she knows how to articulate and everything, but it just feels like at certain points she's getting, she's too soft. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell her, you know, if someone's doing something that you don't like, tell them, use your words. And I've taught her now, we don't start fights, but if someone hits you, you can finish it. Oof, oh, damn. damn. <laughs> Yo, that is for another FML, <laughs> Jessica. Also, <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Thanks for the update, Jessica. Thanks, guys. Right, Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks. Shout out Shem as well and Maury, and you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hot dad summer is what they're saying. What? Hot dad summer. Okay. I'm going through the uh, stats of this new survey saying that uh, single dads are the new hot thing this summer. Really? Yup. Say that uh, 75% of single people say that a match having a kid would have, quote, little to no impact on their interest in dating them. That's a huge number. It's a w right there. Right? Huge. Hot dad summer. What else are they saying? What else do they need to say? 
No, well, like, was there any other reason? Hot single dad summer. Do you know oh, any hot okay. single dads? Me? Do I? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know any. There's a hot single dad on my floor at home. Is he? Is you should inform him of this. You Sorry. should go and tell him. Hold on, hold on. You have to yeah, be clear. I know. Lives on the same yeah. floor, or like in like you knocked him out and he's late on the floor <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the condo. Uh, Sorry, I assumed that no. The uh, like he lives on the floor. Like he lives in a unit which is on the same floor uh-huh. for which I also uh-huh. live. Uh-huh. Because for a second there, you uh-huh. sounded like Joe from you. Yep. His name's Connor. Yeah. Oh, why do you know his name? Wow. Because. Anyway. How do you Who know? doesn't know their neighbors? How do you names? know Hawk Connor? Oh, he parks his Jeep next to mine. Yeah. Give me the name of one woman who lives on your floor. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, apparently, according to the survey, 60% of single women are open to dating single dads, which is great for single dads. I didn't think that that was like new news, though. Oh, yeah. I don't think is that it? I don't think single dads have got like the, the they, they've had, uh, you know, they've given dad bod some love. Uh-huh. In some of these surveys, that was last right? Summer, I think, yeah, right? they've given yeah because after COVID and this stuff. This is why right? my dad had a problem when he was single with me, which is because he was like a single dad or whatever. It, it was, was it's been very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. How many times have you said on this show like how your he dad went to was a like, lot of parties? He even had to join the Jewish baseball league to try and yeah, like don't worry, know. like his dad, it, like Frank did some running, right? But yeah. like you know, settling down was a different thing. Oh, okay, okay right. Okay. You know, okay. finding finding somebody to settle down with a single dad might be difficult. Mm. But uh, but apparently this is summer for single dads. You should tell that guy on your floor more. Connor? Connor. Yeah, wake him up first. And just like, <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't say that. He won't wake up. When he comes to. <laughs> Wait, I need to know about Connor. How do you know? Con- so you know for a fact Connor's a single dad? Yes, I do. Like you've had conversations with him. Yeah, no, he like has the stroller and all that stuff. Never a woman around. Right. Interesting. Interesting. So observant. I know. You're very involved. This Wait, is why they want life. me to run for the condo board because I'm very observant. No, no, they don't. No, you've tried no. to run for the condo board. They always deny you. <laughs> but Who's I was told they? there's a position coming up and yeah. I should run. Who told you that? Oh, the property manager. No, no. 95% of people said that you should be upfront immediately mm-hmm. on, a, on a first date, whether you have a kid or not. Well, I mean, that's something weird to lie about. Well, no, but just omitting is not necessarily lying. You should know that, Maury. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. (laughs) What's so funny over there? (laughs) God. What? Can you talk about this, Maury, or no? Yeah, I didn't sign anything. Yeah. So more, yeah, Maury has an audition today. Right, Maury likes to. He fancies himself as an actor, a thespian, right? And Maury comes running in, and he's like, "I have the best audition today." So oftentimes, Maury will get these auditions for television shows that he's done a bunch of those, and sometimes it's voice work, and then sometimes it's commercial work. Yeah. And Maury auditions for a lot of commercials where you know he's the sort of star, but oftentimes Maury will get auditions for commercials where he's like a background player, right? Mm, this is my dream role. And Maury has an audition today to be a background player for a McDonald's commercial. Oh, that's great. And what did they ask you to do, Maury? They're like, go buy several sandwiches and film yourself enjoying eating the sandwiches. (laughs) Pause. No script. (laughs) Are they going to reimburse you for... It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter. I get to film myself <laughs> eating food. So Maury's audition. And then what happens if you get the the gig? Then he or, gets, they, or, or they use that footage. No, 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 no that's that's just, he'll, he'll show up on set one day. He'll yeah. go, go through hair and makeup and they'll pick his wardrobe and then he'll and then literally just sit there and eat more <laughs> McDonald's all day. But uh, yeah, if you don't get this, this is a, this is, I know. This is tailor made for you. Thank you, Maury. Like this is, if there's one audition that you should be able to nail. It has to be this one. What's your technique? Like what if you do, what do you eat normal? Well, the instructions are. You're going to, you're so getting fired from this, mm-hmm. from talking about it on the radio. Probably. Like you're so getting fired. Grab, grab some food. Yes. Um, Does it say anything specific? Like oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Um, like a Big you, Mac do they, or... do they tell you what to eat? No. No, it doesn't say. Uh, laugh, talk. Um, oh, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> dig in, look in, this you know, anticipate be... the future. Yeah. Anticipate the future. What else? What else? There's You're... a lot of acting involved in this, actually. You you study it for a second. Yep. Then you take a big bite. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And you say what? All your you worries anything? go away. No, you don't say anything. You're just laughing and oh. talking. Oh, okay. And all so your here, worries, live yeah. audition. It's a, I don't it's have a, McDonald's it's a magic in here. sandwich. But... Yeah. I will give you a piece of, uh, I have sliced apple here. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So there's the apple. Okay. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Wow, bare hand to bare hand, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's mocha. He's yeah. very clean. Mm-hmm. I'll sanitize apple. Also, Don't worry. totally used to it. <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> okay. So the instructions again from the top are. Okay. So looking out into your future, you're laughing, you're eating. Yes. This is the best thing you've ever eaten. Okay. 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 So, so you're supposed to what? Pick up. You pick up the sandwich. Yep. Yeah. You're, and then? you're laughing with your friends. Okay, you're go picking ahead. up the sandwich as like, but you're enjoying the conversation more than food. So it's like okay. comes naturally to you that you just so picking up the sandwich. So enjoy the conversation right now. Okay. Be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just be, be in the moment. Like you're, you're... <laughs> that was me laughing. Oh. Okay. So okay. So... Wait. 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 Here we go. Ready, Maury? Yeah. Okay. So you're contemplating life. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, being in the moment. Being in the moment. Enjoying the food. Best sandwich I've ever oh, had. By the way, Maury has a, uh, an audition for McDonald's where he just has to be in the background and eat McDonald's. And they told him for the audition, he has to film himself literally doing nothing but eating McDonald's. But there's some very specific instructions. So, uh, okay. So be in the moment. Think contem- about your con- future. Thinking about your future. Contemplating life. Yeah. Okay. Ready? And action. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're doing mm. way pause. Cut. Okay, it's silent, Maury, right? I know, but just take, like, I'm not wearing a microphone, so you won't hear me. Okay, but maybe, maybe, can we try one take without, mm-hmm. with, you can, you can pretend you're making noise. Yeah. But just don't make noise. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. And action. You're not getting this. I'm not gonna get it. You're not at all. No. <laughs> I'm basically was. gonna buy food to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and film myself. Yeah, you know what you're doing today? You're just going to get McDonald's. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Are kids still allowed to do crazy stuff on their last day of school, or is it prohibited in schools? Oh, I don't depends. know. It's prohibited usually. Oh. Yeah. What do you mean crazy? Like we used to have a tradition at the last day of school when I was in like junior high, which was you'd go out onto the soccer field or in the parking lot and you'd have a shaving cream fight. Oh, fun. So everybody showed up to school with like three cans of their dad's shaving cream. Uh-huh. 
in their bag. And then you would sneak them out to the parking lot. And there'd be like 10 guys where you would just like put shaving cream in your hand and you would just smack each other with it. And oh, like no, that's assault now. Right. Like, like, you'd be in a circle? Like, no, like it was more chaotic than, or, than we didn't like go, okay, like now it's my turn. Now it's your turn. Like, it <laughs> You're was, just going, okay, me now. No, it was a, it was a, it was a fight. Like it was, yeah. you no, would get somebody, assault. you would get somebody on the ground and like cover their face in like three cans. No, you think like, something like that. Them, pin them down. If that were to happen, like cops would be at the school. Right. Right away. Right. Like somebody would jam, like you would get pinned down. I remember getting pinned down one time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had like, somebody was emptying. Uh, a can of shaving cream on my face while somebody else was emptying one down my pants. Oh, like they lifted, like they lifted up my, <laughs> they lifted up my assault. pants. Yeah, but no, I was no, a willing no, participant, no, 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 though. No. Wait, you didn't fight? Like you didn't try and weasel I, your I way was, out? I was being pinned by like yeah. multiple people. Nobody fights anymore. Everybody, they use but that's weapons. not a fight, though. But that's no, not. But a it f- would turn into a fight, you though. Think? Right? With oh, friends, yeah. but with friends, oh, you think that's so? That's a fight. To the extent I've seen videos on like world star of students getting together in like the main part of the school or you know top level bottom level type of thing and they all just toss like papers up in the air we did that that's weak ass though they do that no but i'm talking like the entire school right now i you know, and, then just, and then, like, a lot of the comments is like, man, somebody's got to clean that up. Thank you. <laughs> we did that, but only in one class. I remember with Mrs. Collect, we were, she let us on the last day, we were able to listen to Madonna and throw the papers <laughs> okay, in there. That was man. the craziest thing we uh, did. Okay. Wild. <laughs> wild. You, what a wild childhood, Maury. Yeah, man. Shout out what, to Mrs. Wendy what a Collect. wild child. Guys, okay. Madonna. <laughs> uh, so you, were, did you do anything like that? Like last day of school, did you guys get together, you and your craphead friends, and just like do anything? Like, no, like there no? Was, on the last day of school, it was never. No shaving cream? You guys never did shaving cream, huh? No. Nah. You never stuck a can of shaving cream down like, another boy's pants? Nah, I can't say that I have. What about no? toilet papering the portal? Something, the portal? Like to, to another dimension? <laughs> the portable. Oh, the portable. The portable. <laughs> the portable. <laughs> Shout out, what's your teacher's name? Wendy Collick. Yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Collick for not doing anything with Dan Warren. <laughs> <laughs> she loves this show. Yeah. No, yeah. Toilet paper was another thing. I guess you could you could do oh, that. But I yeah, think it's all know, I think well, it's all that. frowned upon now. I don't think kids oh, can do that stuff no, anymore, right? Any of that. Are you kidding? You can't, huh? Or no. put wax in the principal's lock so she can't get into the into her office. No, that's too far. That's too far. Yeah. Like shaving cream down the pants. <laughs> You're standing there melting a candle until you get enough wax. <laughs> uh, to you can't get the in your office. <laughs> they did something with uh with a teacher's car one time. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think maybe on like because we used to have prank day, right? I mean, my high school used to have a slave auction. Yo. Um we did. It was oh called God. Slave Day. Oh. Where you you stood on a it was for charity, like it was like a charity drive at uh-huh. the school. And you would sign up to be a slave, right? And then I'm I'm, jo- I'm not joking. I'm not yeah. joking. It was for charity, right? Uh-huh. It was terrible. Yeah. And you would sign up, and then and then other students would like bid on you, uh-huh. right? And then you would have to be like carry their books for a day and like warm their lunch up in the in the microwave, and like you were you were their slave for a day. And they don't do that now, huh? No, they, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do I? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, but. But I'm just saying. Shaving cream don't sound so bad. Boy, <laughs> 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 get the shaving cream. 
have some fun on the last it's day. It's terrible. Boys. It was terrible, right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a flight attendant on mm-hmm. a flight from Argentina mm-hmm. to Miami got Ooh, this message, this audio message that simply said, tell the captain that we put three bombs on the Miami flight. Check the airplane because it's going to blow up into a thousand pieces. That doesn't sound legit. That sounds like a child wrote it. 270 passengers along with the crew were rushed off that airplane minutes before the flight was to take off. Bomb squads and emergency response teams hunted for the explosives, causing the airline to lose an estimated $1 million. Mm-hmm. You're right. There was no bomb no. on the plane. Mm-mm. That call was made by a jealous flight attendant who worked for the airline and wanted to stop her ex-boyfriend from flying to Miami with his new girlfriend. That is extreme. So this flight attendant was dating someone for five years. He's also a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that they were working on this same flight that was going to Miami. Dated for five years. They broke up. The guy got into a new relationship. Mm. This girl was on the flight going to Miami because they had some time. Sure, why not? Before they, before they had to work again. The flight attendant had to work again, so he thought he'd kick it with his new girl in Miami. Yeah. But the jealous one, the ex-girl, called in the bomb threat and then was arrested. <laughs> what made things even worse <laughs> is that this flight attendant who called in the bomb threat used her daughter's phone. So when they traced and tracked everything, it made it back to the daughter's phone. Yeah. And the daughter was like, Ma, what are you doing? Yeah. And then she said to her kid, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. Right. Basically cover for me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she got arrested. There are easier ways to get back in an axe. Like, just find out where they're staying and send pizza to the room so they have to pay for the pizza. Yeah, that's a hell of a way. Then they're, they got good pizza after... And they're fed. After they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, 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 full, oh, no. they're, they're full and hungry and they got yeah. leftovers for... Oh, no. After one, you know, well, one wild night. I wasn't night. thinking about pizza, but now that it's yeah. here... I could go yeah. for a slice. That, you know what? You know what you sound like, Maury. Right? <laughs> you sound like somebody who's never had an ex before. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, oh, one of my favorite shows, Sopranos. Never seen an episode, dude. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Uh, so yesterday, I can't believe I missed this yesterday, but. Um, Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of the passing of James Gandolfini. Really, huh? Mm -hmm. Wow. A.K.A. Mr. Tony Soprano. And I saw all these, like, tributes start pouring in for him on social yesterday after the show, right? And uh, the guy that played his uh, nephew on the show and also has, like, a couple of books and a very popular Sopranos podcast, Michael Imperioli, Mm -hmm. who played Tony's nephew, Christopher. Wrote a really nice, had a nice picture of the two of them, I think at uh, one of the big award shows. And he wrote, Batman and Robin, my favorite picture of us. And I I can't help thinking where we ended up that night and what you said. That was one for the books. It's so very strange that it's 10 years today since you left us. Would love to have shot one more scene or had another laugh or had one more late night chat. Forever grateful to have done so much work together. To have spent so much time in your company and for all the generosity and kindness. 
miss you lots and as you do uh so many things on this planet yeah so i was reading like all this stuff yesterday and i came across this story that is from uh michael imperioli's book from the sopranos because i watched the show so i know a lot of the the, the behind the scenes stuff right so a lot during the time that the sopranos was on hbo a lot of uh alleged mobsters <laughs> would reach out to the cast right yeah and it was also alleged that paul sirico who played paulie walnuts the guy with the white hair on the side of his sure yeah that's a great name on paulie walnuts yeah god damn that he was very good friends with a lot of the alleged mobsters sure sure by accident i'm sure right he'd show up at a restaurant yeah, they were there Who by knows? chance they yeah, were there yeah, they gotcha. invite him over you know meals know. and drinks don't get paid no, for. no 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 so this one story there's this one scene in one of the seasons of sopranos where tony is having a barbecue at his place mm -hmm. so a bunch of the mob guys are there right and tony is the only one who's dressed in like a t-shirt and shorts mm -hmm. but wearing loafers right Right. Where the other guys are dressed like still dress pants, T-shirt or polo shirt tucked in. And the line in this one particular episode from someone who was not at the barbecue said, this person said, one of the other mob bosses said, John said he went to a cookout at your house. A Don doesn't wear shorts. Oh, damn. Because Tony's the big boss. Yeah. So that line apparently came from something real that happened to James Gandolfini. He gets a mysterious phone call in the middle of, a, of the night. They get his number. It's unknown. James answers it. And the person says, who doesn't say who he is, says, listen, you're a great actor. We like what you're doing. But you got to know one thing. A Don never wears shorts. I agree with that. Sentiment. And then they hang up. And then Gandolfini takes that line, tells the writers and producers, mm. and they put it in the show in mm. season four. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a tough call to make. I think that if <laughs> I, I, I think that if somebody called me in the middle of the night telling me that I shouldn't wear shorts, uh, first of all, you would never see me in shorts ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'd wear two pairs of pants every day. <laughs> like there's just no. <laughs> There's no way. There's no, like, there's no way that you don't take that seriously. Maybe someone calls you and is like, Roz, never wear shorts. Yeah. Yes. Don't ever, don't ever yeah. wear shorts again. Yes. Yeah. Right. You Like, listen, man. Or, and then just click. Bro, I would like. <laughs> would you throw every single oh my God. pair of shorts away that you own? Uh, first of all, both of them because I only own two <laughs> pairs of shorts. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> would you ask a, a follow-up question? Actually, like, I don't that... own any shorts. I don't own shorts. I own. I have swim swim trunks. Yeah. But I don't what about own... like swim shorts? What do you mean? Don't you have like short shorts? Not short shorts, but like swim shorts? Like what? board shorts. Yeah, but those are for swimming. Mm -hmm. Those aren't for wearing out in the world. They're still shorts, though. You can't get caught slipping. I don't wear shorts. You would never see me, like, at the Home Depot in shorts. No, 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 no. But, like, if you got the call that said, don't ever wear shorts again. Yeah. Would I you be swimming in pants? Ooh, that or nude. I, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's a or tough like, call. Or the span. That's like, a, that's a tough that call. Account? What if it's connect, like, the, like what the synchronized call. swimmers wear? 
That's the like outfit, a like right? a singlet. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just to appease them, I would probably never swim again either. <laughs> right? Because I'm sure that that's a sign of weakness as well. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got a picture. You know my you know my uh, my made up my imaginary friend Carl. Mm-hmm. He sent me a picture last night. Sure he did. <laughs> AKA, you Googled something. No. Held your thumb on the photo. No. And no, selected saved album. No. So his uh, his wife and daughter are away for the week. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> uh huh. And he sent me a picture of what he sent the inside thermostat to when they're away. Okay. Away. Right? Uh huh. Which is, I need to know if anybody sets their inside temperature lower than this. Okay, let me see. Sixty-three? Sixty-three. <laughs> is he wearing North Face inside or what? Bro, that's cold. Yeah. I'd be walking around with a with a, like a, a comforter around. Like that's cold. My shoulders. Sixty-three is cold cold in the house like if your house was 63 in the what's, fall you'd put the heat on that's, that's like 17 that's like 16 17 degrees right 17.3 yeah. yeah like if your house was oh, like cool, like cool. if it, if it was you may like jacket like jacket yeah but if it was may and you walked into the house and the house was 63 you'd put the heat on yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, if it yeah. was april 63 is cold what do, you, what do you say your house to mine is well not in fahrenheit but like 22 21 22 oh you don't use fahrenheit when, no. you're, when you're setting the temperature in the house? No, because I'm in Canada. Oh, I, I've only ever used Fahrenheit when I set the temperature. Oh. Yeah. Mine's 74. What is, what, what's it? Do the math on Mocha. 22 point what? No, just either 22. Or, just say 22. Say 22. 22. 22. What's 22? Uh, in uh, Fahrenheit, it's 71.6. 71. That's cold, mm. too. That's chilly. I think Catherine would, Catherine would kill me if I set the house really? to 21. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Bro, like, no, there's no, there's no way. I sit on the couch and I sweat and then she gets under a blanket and like, like lies on me. And then it's only a matter of time before I have to push her off because she, she makes me sweat. Not in like an aggressive way, in a loving way. I, 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 um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shove. uh, Shove. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you do, but do you and Jenna like the house the same temperature? Yeah. You do. More do you and Matthew like the house the same temperature? Yeah, we always it at 19. 19? 19? Oh, my God. What's that? 19. 66. 66? Can you just get on? But condos are different, though. Condos, like, they heat up, and, like, it's hard to regulate temperature in a condo. What do you say yours to, Shem? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same. I just sort of, you know, set it to wherever I feel like in the moment. Really? Yeah, yeah, no no set temperature. I had an extra blanket on me last night in bed. And two cats. We have ours at 19, and then Matthew has three blankets on him, and and he wraps his face in a blanket. (sighs) Hold what? on now. Hold on now. He wraps his face what in a do you blanket? Mean he wraps like his face on, in a blanket. So he has the sheets, the blanket, and then he yeah. has like two throws on him. And then he also wraps like around his face. Like, like a babushka? Throw. Yeah. That's like a mummy. Yeah. But does, this, is, does he leave a hole for his face or no? Yeah. Yeah. So he makes like a bonnet with the blanket. Yeah, like he mummifies himself every night. God, he's so terrified that you may accidentally touch him in your sleep, huh? (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? All precautions are taken. For the temperature. All precautions are taken. It's you. 
Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.